Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, This is the Successful Life Podcast, your favorite home services podcast. Hi, I'm Corey Barrier, number one best-selling author of Nine Simple Steps to Sell More Ship. You can find my book on Amazon.com by searching my name, C-O-R-E-Y-B-E-R-R-I-E-R. I'm here to help you open more doors, close more deals, and rock your revenue in your home services company. I work with business owners who are frustrated by their technicians and customer care representatives, which means, for instance, they may not book enough calls or... The technician always has an excuse for why the customer didn't move forward. For example, I worked with Pure Plumbing, and we were able to solve that problem by using my proprietary system. Is that something you're experiencing? You can go to HVACplumbingSales.com for more information. If I've touched your life or business through this show, I want to hear from you in the review section. It really does help me, Corey me. I also want to thank the hardest working men and women in the world, the men and women in the trades. I also want to thank our military serving our country. Today's episode is a banger with me, Corey B. In this episode, we discuss why your technicians and customer care representatives should be your sales team. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier. Today, folks, we're going to be talking about, well, actually, we're going to be talking about not talking. We're also going to, I'm also going to take you through a few of the pain questions that I use when I'm talking to a client. So this is going to be dope. I can promise you, you are going to learn so much today. So get something to write this stuff down because it is next level stuff. I got to give a quick shout out to my buddy over at the Hoist Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Academy in Raleigh and my buddy Billy Dowie is the guy that owns the jiu-jitsu place that I just joined and it just runs a really great establishment. When you think about your company, you think about how your technicians or your CSRs interact with your customers, this guy has created a family, right? And that's what you want. You want you want your employees to feel like they're part of a family. You want your employees to feel like you want them to be excited about coming to work, right? And when you work with really cool people, when you work with grateful people, it's way easier to come to work, I promise you. And I got to, this is my second, I think this is my second week, and I got to practice with a guy named Pat last night, which was really cool. Yeah, it just, I tell you what, the biggest thing I like about this is 
the the focus that you get from doing martial arts is pretty crazy because if you think about that you know you've got a you've constantly you have to pay attention right you have to constantly be thinking if you're squared off with someone and they are throwing a punch or you're supposed to be throwing a punch you've got to really be cognizant of what you both are doing and it's just like business if you're not focused in business things are going to go sideways and look it happens to the best of us things get good making you know more money than you've ever thought you were going to make you take the foot off the gas when you take the foot off the gas and you're like what happened marketing sucks no that's not it the my sales guy my my technicians can't close my csrs can't they're not doing good on the phone the customer said it was too expensive customer said they were just going to go with the repair opposed to the new system now that last one is probably the one that you hear a lot now if you own an hvac plumbing electrical whatever trade your company you own this is happening right look you got to remember if your guys are not hungry they very well may throw that job and not pit, you know not have a new so think about this if you got a service technician you own an hvac company for example and that service technician goes out he's got one of two choices typically either he can repair the hvac unit or he can call a selling tech to come out and sell a new hvac unit and so i personally don't love that process because my opinion and i've been doing i've been in this a long time and i know more about sales than just about anybody i know and i don't say that egotistically but i've been through i've probably been 50 50 sales books not to mention my own real life training over the last 20 plus five, five 25 plus years and and the fact of the matter is there's a gap between that service call and when that selling technician gets there and look you may not know this but if somebody leaves like whenever that technician that first technician leaves that house you got about a 70 percent chance that deal's not going to go through and that's just a statistical fact now how can you eliminate that well it's really simple you teach your technicians how to sell the value of selling and i know you're thinking well our technicians don't sell i know that they need to sell though i mean why look if they can't sell why do you have them in the job and i understand that their technical skills are probably through the roof at the same time it doesn't matter how great you are in the te- on the technical side if you can't sell the job because you're not going to get to the technical part of it if you can't sell the job it's that simple and so this is really not rocket science i'll tell you another thing you know, if you're, let's just say, for example, your technician's in the house and they're talking 70% of the time, your customer's talking 30% of the time, who do you think is going to win that deal? The customer or the technician? Well, you might be thinking the technician because he's telling all this information. He is just knocking it out of the park wrong. If he's talking 70% of the time, you don't have a client because that customer is listening to what your guy is talking about and not telling your guy their problems. And so the way you get people 
to tell you their problems is you have to ask really great questions. And, you know, it's really how long has have you had the system? Now, a lot of these questions you should have by the time you get out there. If your CSR, whoever's handling those calls coming in, if they ask the right questions. Now, it's a big if. Most likely, I hope they ask the right questions, but they could have got jammed up. They could have been nervous. They could be new. The list goes on and on, and they may not have asked those questions. So that's the first thing. You've got to ask the most important questions. But here's the thing. It doesn't really matter about any of that stuff if your guy, if your technician doesn't connect with the customer. Better yet, if your CSR or CCR or BDR or whatever you want to call that person that answers the phone and gets that deal in on your books, if they're not asking the right questions, if they're not engaging with the customer, well, then it's not going to go any further than that CSR call. You know, I know y'all hear me complain about this all the time, but you got to focus on these people. You have to focus on the people that are bringing in the customers. They may not be bringing them in, but they're, they're hooking the line whenever that fish bites, so to speak. Or maybe they're not hooking the line. And if they're not, you got to change that, right? So some great questions that you can ask is, you know, how is this affecting your family? Mr. Customer, how, how is this, whatever the problem is, the HVAC problem, what, how is it affecting your family? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it's hurting us too much. Well, let me ask you a question. You ever, are you ever, do you have any cold or hot spots in your house? I don't even know what that means. Corey, what do you mean cold and hot spots? Well, here's an example. I can just tell you my own experience. And look, this might make sense or it may not, but we had our HVAC, serv- HVAC unit serviced not long ago at my house. And what I found was two of our rooms weren't getting the same, they weren't being, the air wasn't equally distributed. Well, how would I know that? Because I don't know anything about how HVAC units, the technical side of it, right? As a customer, you don't know that. You don't barely know what an HVAC unit is other than, hey, it's my AC, it's my heat, that's it. You don't know how it works. You don't know, you don't want to know how it works. If you're the customer, how is that affecting, let me ask you something. You said, so what we found, let me finish. What we found with the two rooms is that my office gets a little bit cooler than our bedroom, right? Which is not good at night because my wife likes to sleep with it cool. So I don't know about you, but I'm sure you've got, some people have two blankets on their bed. Like for example, I sleep with an additional weighted blanket on me. Not necessarily to keep me warm, but it certainly does. Just because, I don't know, it's weird. The way the blanket's interesting. I never would have thought something like that would be. I miss it. I'll just say that when I don't have it, for sure. So the point is, like, I, I wouldn't know that there were hot and cold spots in the house. But since you ask, and now I've explained the story, right? If I'm the technician, I'm explaining that story to you. Hey, we had somebody come out. We found these hot or cold spots. Here's what. My, here's how it affected my family. Do you have any of those problems? Do you ever run across that? Yeah, now that you say that, yeah, we do. We both do sleep with separate blankets. You would have never known that if you just went out and fixed the unit like you had planned on as the technician. Also, newsflash owners, the technician would rather do the service work while he's there than he then sell the new unit, than to have somebody come out and sell the new unit. 
Why? Well, you're, you got a service tech. He loves working with his hands, right? He's not a sales guy. And that feels like it's a sale, right? To the service technician, it feels like he's selling the selling technician, right? And that's uncomfortable. He or she doesn't, they don't want to do that. They're not salespeople. And so what if you just took that whole stress that you put on those service technicians out of the equation? Imagine if your technician could go to the house and have everything laid out for them. They know exactly what they're going for. They know the unit that they're going to be putting in. They have all the stuff on their van. They've already ordered the unit. Everything is there. Imagine what that would be like if your service technician could do that, could just go to the house, have everything on their truck, no runs to the supply house, no calls back to the office, no breaks. They just get it done. Well, Corey, that's ridiculous. You'd have to have a crystal ball to do that. You'd have, a, have to have a crystal ball to know what that customer wants before you get to the house. Would you? I don't think you would have to have a crystal ball. I think you just need better systems and processes that can show you how to do these things. So imagine how many jobs you could get done every day if your service technician could arrive at every house with everything they need on that supply, everything they need from the supply house, everything they need to complete that job. Imagine if they could do that four times a day. Imagine if your service technician could go and put in four units a day. Or four, yeah, imagine. That would, that would change the game for you, right? Let's take a hot water heater. Imagine your service technician being able to go to the house with the order already paid for. Imagine if you could go, if your service technician or had the purchase or had the invoice for the customer, not an estimate, but an invoice for the customer explaining, hey, we brought the hot water heater that you ordered. We had, we put it in, we put it in a timely manner. It would save you so much time, so much gas, so much it, it would increase your productivity by 100%. That's what I think. That is what I think. Because you wouldn't have these nuances throughout the day. You wouldn't have the supply house runs. And you know, look, it's, you know as well as I do, these supply house run, runs cost your company a fortune. You also know that they're also not absolutely needed most of the time whenever your guys go out there. And if you were a service technician. This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, Click the link in the show notes. You know this. 
it's really easy to say, oh, yeah, I got to go get this part from the supply house. I just don't have the right one. So I need to take this 45-minute drive both ways to pick this thing up because that's what the customer wants. Is it what the customer wants or is that what you sold them? Did you sell them the thing that was not on your truck so you could go to the supply house? I'll let you chew on that for a second. So look, there's no bad prospects out there, but there are bad salespeople. And it's your service technician, selling technician's job, CSR's job for that matter, CCR, inside sales, whatever it is you call them. There are no bad prospects. And you might, I'm sure, like I said before, you hear, I hear this, oh, marketing's bad. Oh, the branding's bad. Oh, this, all that. That is an excuse. That is a victim mentality. Now, if you want to stay a victim, that's totally cool. I will not be working with you. I don't work with victim mentality people. And so, and I don't think you want to work with victim mentality people. If it's always, if there's always an excuse, if there's always no accountability, if always pointing the finger at somebody else, that's a problem. That's a real problem. You really need to take personal responsibility for what you for the things that you're responsible for. I don't know if that made any sense, but I hear we people don't people buy the price was too high. The, the customer said, you know, they want to buy on value, not price. I'm sorry, they want to buy on price, not value. Really? That's really what they said? The customer said, I'd rather have a better price than a better piece of equipment. No, no, no. You didn't explain it right. You didn't explain it right to the customer or they wouldn't have made that decision. Because if you explain this system is going to give you X number of more years on your home or whatever it is, then you have to build the value. That's why that's what sales is about is building the value. If you didn't build the value, that's why your guys are walking away with goose eggs because they don't know how to build the value for the customer. They go in, they go into the house with that poor mindset, right? They go in and they think, well, this guy can't afford this almost Christmas time. You know, he's got four kids. I'm just going to do the cheapest repair that I possibly can because that guy needs to buy Christmas. How do you know that as a service technician? Do you live with that guy? Do you know he didn't have any money? Do you know this is not super important? Do you know if those four kids are driving this kid, this guy so up the wall every day because the AC unit's jacked up or the plumbing's jacked up? Maybe this is the biggest Christmas gift you could ever give him so he could get his kids off his back. Oh, but you didn't think about that. You just thought it was about the money. That's because you didn't ask the right questions. You have to ask better questions if you want to find out why people are calling you to their house. Look, this is important. And you're there for a reason. They called you to come into their house. You're majority of the way through the sale, right? You've already overcome all the steps that it took to get to that point. Now, as a service technician, you don't think about all the steps. You don't think about the time it took to build the company, to invest in the marketing, to get the marketing right, to get you to that doorstep. And then you burn the call. 
or you don't ask the right questions, or you assume what that person needs. You sell from your pocketbook, not theirs. Let me explain what that means. If I'm projecting out that you can't afford a new hot water heater, and I think that I can just fix your old crappy hot water heater and let you just skimp through, well, that's an opinion. You're not there for, I mean, you can, you are there to give your opinion, but you can't give a solid opinion if you don't have all the information first. And if you don't ask enough questions, if you don't ask the right questions, I promise you, you're going to keep spinning your wheels. So, you know, here's a good example. Tip, like if you could say to a customer, typically, typically when I get to a house and in a situation like this, what I found is if I do a whole house evaluation, it really gives me a better look at your actual problem because sometimes it's something really simple that I can fix in a different area of the house that may be affecting your house, right? It may be affecting the plumbing in the bathroom. But let me do this. Let me just do a quick check around and it's free. Like we don't charge you for this. And I just want to make sure everything's working. Everything's working the way it's supposed to. It's completely complimentary. And I'm sure you would want me to do a full check while I'm here, especially since it's complimentary, right, Mr. Customer? Sure. I would love that. I don't know if they're going to say sure. I would love that. But You just got to ask better questions. How long would you say this has been happening, Mr. Customer? Why do you suppose the plumbing's backed up, Mr. Customer? Like just that one question. Well, we use regular baby wipes and we flush them all down the toilet. That's not a problem. They work. Wrong. Vet, you can't do that. You, you Your plumbing's backed up most likely because you flushed a bunch of baby wipes. Do you see on the package it says... Don't flush the baby wipes. Oh, man, I missed that. Well, we're renters. Who cares? Now, if you got renters, that's a different story, but you get the point. You get the point. You got to ask better questions. If you want an effective solution, right, to their problem, if they, if you want to be able to provide an effective solution to their problem, you got to ask better questions. You got to go deep. You got to find out what happened. It's just, it's a discovery phase. Look at it like that, right? And you want to be curious about these things. Right? How much do you think this is costing you? Not having your bathroom toilet working. Well, and it may not be a financial cost, but it could be a health cost, right? Well, because my downstairs bathroom doesn't work, I got to walk my fat ass upstairs every time I use the restroom, which is 24 times a day because I take this medicine that makes me pee because I'm old. So now... You solved a way bigger problem than the money problem. You solved a problem that affects that customer. They don't want to drag their fat ass upstairs 28 times to use the restroom. They need this toilet fixed now so they can go back to being lazy, right? And so I just use that as a humorous example because I thought that'd be funny. But it's true. It's 100% true. Look. I'm not trying to beat you up, but here's the thing. If you don't help your technicians, if you don't help your CSRs with some of this stuff, asking better questions. And sometimes you got to ask painful questions, right? 
how much is this costing you is one of the most painful questions I get to ask people all the time. Corey, you know, our closing rate's 22%. Hmm, what's that costing you? A small fortune. Yeah. How long do you think that's been happening? Well, you know, I was doing the training for a little while and, you know, this happened and that happened and we just kind of got off track. I guess that's been about a year ago. A year ago? And you've been closing 22% for a year? Yeah, let's take a look and see what that is costing you. Oh my goodness. And then, you know, and then they're shocked, right? There's complete shock that you've been wasting all this time, money, and resources because you didn't know. And it's not your fault. It is your fault, actually. And you got to take responsibility for that. It's your business. I know you think, well, Corey, I mean, I got I have people to help me with this stuff. I get it. I know you do. You still have to be on top of it. You still have to pay attention. You still have to be present. You can't take your foot off the gas, even though you feel like you can. Well, Corey, I mean, I built this business so I could take my foot off the gas. That's great. Well, whenever you sell that business for $100 million, then you can take your foot off the gas. But if you're like me, you're not going to take your foot off the gas. But you may not be like me. Who knows? 66% of the people are not like me. Fun fact. So I'm going to wrap this up. Look, I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate you paying attention to this podcast because today was a lot of facts and a lot of information that you need to help you in your business. I'll see you guys on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.